you can have your own why for why you want to do reviews. The company has their why. That's great. Comply with it. But you can have your own. And the way you can do that is just by saying, what does my team need from me? And how can I give them more regular gathered feedback? Hi, my name is Chris Zaug, and welcome to Let's Talk Teams, a podcast by Uptick, the one-on-one meeting software that helps managers and their teams get on the same page. But more than that, actually having better conversations with one another, not just talking about projects or status updates and all the stuff you can do via email. It digs into the nitty-gritty things, how work is going and how your team members work best, the conversations you never get to really have. Today, we're diving into part four of our series called Five Reasons You Could Be Giving Bad Performance Reviews. We've talked about being too rigid. We've talked about lack of clear purpose. We've talked about a lack of preparation. And today, we're going to talk about lack of process. Well, what does that mean? Well, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, uh, many corporations have uh, a review system that requires compliance for managers. That's great. You want to make sure you comply with them. Oftentimes, their rankings or sometimes their comp-based reviews. No problem. Do what your corporation is asking you to do. But sometimes managers feel like they can't inject some of themselves into their own process. You know your team and you know the people on your team better than anyone in HR. So the idea here is that you begin to look at opportunities to use perhaps more regular reviews to give people the kind of feedback and encouragement and exhortation that they need. Now, as you've heard us say many, many times, one-on-ones are the best place to do real-time feedback. But there is something about gathering all that feedback and encouraging your team member for the growth that they've had, the things that they've done, kind of having a, a period at the end of the sentence, as it were. So don't be afraid to craft some of that process. Now, years ago, I was in a large company that used a big ERP system that uh, had kind of churned out reviews. It was very impersonal. There was nothing about it that made me feel good about giving the review or the team member good about receiving the review. So I thought, okay, what do I need to do here to make the change? Well, the first thing I did was I instituted 360s. So I I sent out 360s to people on the team. I got feedback about the team members, and then I didn't give them the raw data back, but I did take that data and was able to give them encouragement and exhortation in different areas of their work, uh, the way they they interacted with the team. And it was something that was quite a bit different than what they were receiving from the review, but it really was a review that I had been instituting. And and by the way, I also had people do a 360 on me so that, uh, again, I was modeling to them that we're going to have this culture of feedback, we're going to do it regularly, and I'm not immune to it. And it was really good. And after a while, I mean, initially people were a little scared, I think, to give me honest feedback. But eventually I was getting the real thing and it was super helpful to me. So uh, make sure you're doing that as well. So so gather some feedback from other people on the team. Perhaps you, you can do it that way. You got to be careful with 360s because there are some people that want to just flame a person on their team. But if you're looking at the data and, and able to see it and kind of give a, a generalized picture of what people are seeing, that is super helpful. That's something that I did. You can have your own why for why you want to do reviews. The company has their why. That's great. Comply with it. But you can have your own. And the way you can do that is just by saying, what does my team need from me? And how can I give them more regular gathered feedback? And maybe you want to have a completely different style of review. But what I like to do was to get a self-evaluation from my team member asking specific questions that would 
create a conversation that we could have, not so that they could defend themselves or in some way just make it a, an ego press where they just write all the great things they did. I wanted to dig into the issues that I thought were important to them, whether it was about their work, about the team, about their professional development. These are things, again, it's not required that you follow your, your company's cadence of reviews, if they have annual or semi-annual reviews or whatever, you can inject other times to do that on your team. And I would highly encourage you to do that because you can get very specific feedback from your team and you can give them the kind of feedback that will help them improve and improve the overall team performance. And you also want to make the process transparent. Reviews are scary no matter how you're doing them to team members. They don't know what's going to happen unless you tell them. So if the team member knows what the dates of the review are, what the questions are going to be, what the steps in the process are, and helping them understand what's expected, they'll feel a lot better. There's no mysteries. There's no surprises. You know, I often used to tell my kids when they were little that um, there's no boogeyman in the closet, and they still thought there was until I walked in there and turned on the light. So what you want to do is turn on the light to the boogeyman of reviews and say, this is how it's going to work. These are the dates. These are the things we're going to talk about. This is what it's going to entail in terms of uh, how it's going to affect your career. Get it all out in the open. They're going to have vain imaginings if you don't do it. So make sure you're just really transparent. And lastly, you want to make sure you ask the right questions. I'll put a list of questions that I started with in the show notes. But make them your own. Look at your team. What do they need? You for sure want to mix in both performance and goals-based questions and Things that are softer, like how are the, how's the team doing? How are they impacting the team? How are they interacting with your virtues and the values that your team holds? It's really important to not just get super specific about data points because you want to make sure that you're touching on things that are really important to your team, and usually it's not just the data. So again, you don't have to follow only the process that your company lays out for you when it comes to performance reviews. You certainly need to do what they ask. But I would suggest that you actually take some time, develop something for your team specifically that's going to help you. You can have more regular reviews, you can make the process transparent, and then you can ask the right questions. And that, I think, will help you get away from giving these terrible, you know, vague and meaningless performance reviews into something that can be really great. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to Let's Talk Teams. If you have any other questions, we'd love to talk with you. You can hit us up on Twitter at UpTickApp, or you can also message us personally. Our info is in the show notes. And if you want to make your one-on-ones better with your team or with your manager, check out UpTick by visiting UpTickApp.com.